The following podcast is a B&E Network exclusive. Praise be, and welcome to a new episode of Two vs. Three, Christmas episode. I mean, Why are you ball humbug? It's been a great holiday. (laughs) 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 All right, well, uh, we're finally back in the studio quicker than usual. Like two days around. Two days after the last one. (laughs) Yeah, because we had uh, a two versus three Christmas, and Mm -hmm. we saw Star Wars. Well, that was that was part of the Christmas. That's basically our Christmas. Yeah. So we're recording this one day after Rogue One has come out. I guess it actually came out today. We just saw the late showing. On the Thursday. Yeah. I, is that not... I don't know how that, that works. It wasn't late. Saying it came out yesterday. No, it wasn't late, but it was like, yeah, we can see it at seven because it comes out in Europe at some other fucking time. I don't oh, know. Oh, is that why they do that? Yeah, supposedly. Uh, or that's what I've heard. That makes sense. It's like an international premiere? So the first time... Greg, it, we know it's a, a two versus three Christmas because Greg is holding two beers to his chest. <laughs> <laughs> He's clutching them. No, this one's almost empty. And like, I had to crack one. I don't want to spoil holidays. the illusion. <laughs> I don't want to spoil the illusion, but sometimes when I'm almost done a beer, I have to open a new beer for the podcast. That's so ceremony. I end up with two beers in my hand. Well, having an uncracked beer is actually a really big deal for our show. It is. Like, I, I fucked up today. I didn't have a beer to crack. Like, yeah. we, we try to have a beer to crack. That's why there's no crack on the comeback, but there's crack on the open. <laughs> yep, that's why. So you're right into the, all the meetings. That's every meeting we've ever had about this show. And on the business meeting, <laughs> we we go out. We like we're going to talk about the podcast, boys. No crack on the comeback. Yeah, Unanimous it. usually, and then we just order drinks. So we saw <laughs> Rogue One. What did everybody think? I liked oh, it. I guess we should say full spoilers for Rogue One. Fuck it, I don't care. Yeah. Right away, right away. Merry don't Christmas. listen to this episode if you have not seen Star Wars, Rogue One. But I'll tell you right now, it's not a whole fucking lot to spoil for someone. No, because, I mean, we already know what happens. Yeah. They get the plans for the Death Star. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> Roll credits. It was classic. Um, like I feel like this movie was what they did at the end of Episode 3, where when we thought Episode 3 was going to be the last movie we saw. And I kind of talked about that, thinking that Star Wars Episode 3 would be the last movie I got to see in the theater, and I've already seen two since then. But at the end of Episode 3... Lucas Films and everybody kind of just cleanly tries to to wrap up as many holes that they'd established through the first three films. Yeah, exactly. Or you sorry, I guess the, the, at that point, like I'm saying, episodes one through two and three, right? Yeah. Like all the holes that they opened up in that, they tried to wrap up ni- nicely as possible. There were no holes in four, five, and six at the end of episode three, and that's kind Sister of love and all. That's kind of basically what Rogue One was. Like you said, there's no spoilers. We know what happens. It was mm-hmm. they were stealing plans. It's basically, it's yeah. it's all about how well we got to know these characters and the fact that suicide squad came out just before this i kind of rubbed off on me like what? why do you compare say, the two? Uh, because the whole like all the catchy the underdogs getting together to save oh, the day okay. with this mission yeah. that's like not necessarily allowed the suicide mission aspect yeah. i guess of it See, oh is he wired that's weird uh, I, got, I just got very similar vibes N- not necessarily storyline or how it was written just no. how they brought the team together these characters I liked way more than Suicide Did it not Squad. Yeah, just fuck seem Suicide like Squad. a real classic World War Two war movie. Like even when they at the very end, when the fucking guy had to run the cable, 
Like that actually is like I don't know. Oh, yeah, right out of Enemy at the Gates, whether or not how other many movies that might be out of. But yeah, there is a lot of those like where it's like you the have guy, to do this to save the day. No, you but know the, you're gonna literally die that doing. scene verbatim where like the guy has like a a, a a spool of wire on his back, and he has to crawl through like the line of gunfire. You know, yeah. and they keep snipers just keep picking them off. It made me think of Back to the Future. Oh, of yeah. like Doc trying no, to even, get this cable together. They even had like their fucking like this. The rebels had like the. Like seemingly World War Two American army. Oh helmets yeah, the helmets. Yeah, that was weird. With like not cigarettes, but just three metal yeah. cigarette-shaped cylinders, the most just tucked wars in there. of the Star Wars. It was the very warish. It was basically just a war well, movie because there were no Jedi's. Uh, well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I think that that dude was totally a Jedi. He would have been if there were Jedi's at the time. No, uh, he was a Jedi. He was probably like, you know, an untold story of an apprentice or a Padawan or some kid, but he knew what was what. Uh, yeah. Y- okay, but do you not also think that his whole thing was just completely up to interpretation? Well, Possibly. you think I mean, they actually wanted us to think he was a Jedi? Well, I think they just wanted us to know that he was, well, very clearly with the Force. Like, you know, whether or not he was a trained Jedi, he had the oh, ability that's fair. to. I, I might throw the term Jedi read, around. Yeah. To he read was the definitely Force. He was one with the Force. Yeah, and, and the force was his character was strange. I thought the, jo- that, that, the joke was funny at first. Second time, I thought it was kind of stupid. And then that last scene where they actually kind of made it serious. I am one with the Force with me. I'm with the Force. Is that yeah. wh- What does he say exactly? Uh, I am one with the Force. The Force is with me. Yeah, it's just over and over and over again. But um, yeah, that that this, this scene worked. Yeah, and like his relationship with like the big brute guy. So, like I, I think I was telling you guys, or at least Cody beforehand, was that during the trailer, and I hadn't seen it in the trailer, but someone had said, someone I guess, someone online I read somewhere, that uh, the ship that they pilot in Star Wars like Rebels, you can see it flying by in one of the trailers for Rogue One, and I I didn't see it, but when we were watching the movie. I was very hardly trying to, like, I was trying very hard to find it. And I did. I saw, like, the ghost fly by in the background. Oh. And coming back around, Cody, the the brute, I can't recall his name. No. Yeah, the names the big, are hard to get with, the, like, the big rail gun but, or whatever. Uh, he was a character in Star Wars Clone Wars. Oh, actually. Yeah, he's oh. just, uh, I think, I, I can't remember if he's, a, if he's a clone trooper or if he's a Mandalore. I'm pretty sure he's Mandalorian. I'm pretty sure he's just just some. Fucking let's uh, I guess let's uh, talk about all the characters in general, like all the new characters. You know, the ones that not, aren't coming back. Uh, you guys like them, like the band of like the yeah, crew no, that I they assemble. I guess we can go through them, like Jin, the 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 main character. She's, main character. she's now my new favorite Star Wars character. Really, really, wow, you liked her that much. Um, I mean, I, I I'm not disagreeing with her being better. <laughs> she she was like you know like you. you there's always a character that you're just like, they've got something that I don't have. She's the opposite of that, where there's nothing that she has that the everyday person couldn't possibly have. You know, I mean, she wasn't given any advantages. And, and I, I'm not saying like, um, yeah, she, the, she, she was like protected by that, by Force Whitaker or whatever. You know, she wasn't just like taken by the Imperials. I mean, she was protected. But I'm saying like, she didn't have the force on her side. She wasn't trained by the Imperials or whatever. I, she was just yeah. ballsy. She was fucking leaping, doing shit that Luke was doing. And we were like, oh, that's amazing. Luke had the force behind him, you know, or 
something yeah. else. Like every feat that she did in that whole movie was just like her being a badass. It was her being a fucking badass. And I mean, in this whole fucking world we're living in right now where they're trying to be everyone's equal in the movies and they're making a lot of characters choices that you're just like, it's a weird character choice. Casting, like making a female lead in this and having her do everything that she did, nothing seemed strange about it. Nothing seemed forced. Nothing seemed tried. She was a badass fucking character through and through. You know, it wasn't like Wonder Woman where they had to keep her half naked. And do you know what I mean? Something yeah, like yeah. that. It was like, nope. She was just fucking hot as fuck. You didn't see a single thing. Like nothing. There was no, there was yeah, no like, romance. No sexualization. There was no sexualization whatsoever. She was thug. And she would tune the three of us yeah. in a heartbeat. I did worry. She was literally the most like next to Vader. Yeah. She was the most dangerous person in that whole show. I did appreciate the that they put her in there and they didn't force some romance in the, into it. I thought they were going to at the end. At the end, but it, it just like that, that way, it was just like no, like we're close because we just went through the shit. And we're about to die. Not because we're like like in the last second we're just gonna fuck. Just because <laughs> like that's what Hollywood would want. No, that that was it was good. That's what the give the people what they want. So fuck it. Something I'm just remembering about her and it might have been resolved in the movie, but I don't remember is what became of her lightsaber crystal? She just uh, kept it around her neck. Just so so she just necklace. died with it. What well, I, I like that you were Cody. You were asking about a connection. You were ho- saying you were hoping for something that would tie this to Force Awakens in some subtle way. Or at least that, the future of Star Wars. That that crystal to me might come into play. No, tie because she everything got destroyed. She died. Everyone died. Everything got destroyed. But yeah. what what they really are establishing in Force Awakens and in rogue one and that's assuming you're only following the the movie timelines like you're not watching or you're not reading any books or any of the comics or or anything like that's your only source of 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 information is that they're really establishing a religion based around the force meaning like if you weren't necessarily chosen to go to the temple to be raised as a jedi there are people out there that are priests or followers and worshipers of the force yeah and that's what it seems like that that like the everyday person would wear a cross around their neck. She is wearing this force crystal. And that's like a piece of the fucking Jesus's cross, you know, like that. She, Oh fuck. <laughs> it happens. But you know that, uh, she was, uh, like a devout follower of the force that her family was devout. Well, yeah. And that, that's a huge time. thing, right? That you can be all for, this galactic security or whatever. Maybe the empire didn't seem all that bad, but when it starts encroaching on your religion and your religion is the force, all of a sudden the empire might not seem so good. Yeah. You know, where, and then same with in force awakens, like the old man that they introduce uh, at the very beginning of the, sh- the movie. I forget his name now. He's yeah. A, he's a main character in the, uh, like the one who has the plans or whatever. Yeah. With, for, for, to or where, but he, he, he is a priest. I'm pretty sure Star like Killer. he's a force priest. So like they're introducing this, as like a thing, which I think might come into play probably maybe in episodes eight and nine. Yeah. I, the I, fact that we need to be aware that there are force cults, force religions, yeah. that the force, like we say, God damn it. And other people might say, oh, the force be willed or some shit like that. You know, like, <laughs> I like it. even like the, even the term like in, uh, and I said this to Kyle when he was like, you want to go see Star Wars? And it's like wizard. You know, the fact that that's like a term wizard, you know, it's like, oh, cool, man. Wizard. You know, it's like they kind of believe in like magic, if you know, in an ignorant way where it's like the force. Oh, we're educated. We know about the force. Like like you would think of the Roman Catholic Church being the only people who could read back in the day, you know, where to the point where you whittle your way down to where they're just wizards. 
<laughs> wizards, man. Well, yeah, I thought I definitely noticed that. It like okay, like in Force Awakens, there is like that reference to that one guy saying something about the Force, and he's not a Jedi, or as far as we know. And then Maz says, "I know I may not be a Jedi, but I know the Force." And then it's definitely referenced way more in this movie. Where in all the other ones, it's really just Jedi that believe it. Like, even, like, Han's like, I don't believe in that shit. But but that was pre-Luke defeating the Empire, right? Yeah, exactly. But it definitely seems like it. I had always gotten the hint like it was dying out, right? No, but that's... See, that is the thing, because the timeline for this, we're to assume that basically in seven years or five years or... Not even, actually, in a day or two, we're in, in New Hope seemingly... The Force has been wiped out. Jedi's are a myth. No one even has even heard of them to the point where Han Solo says it's hocus pocus. Yeah. To literally, yeah, but hours beforehand, we know that there's devout followers. Yeah, but I guess we're just really kind of getting a glimpse of a few characters. No, on a exactly. Few planets like they're expanding that on that, right? Like Han basically was your cold-hearted atheist. Well, yeah, like Han's also just kind of ignorant if you think about it, because he's living in a universe where Darth Vader exists. He. Like yeah, what? but I, he doesn't necessarily no, know him directly. I'm reading like I'm reading Lords of the Sith <laughs> okay. right now, or I just actually I just finished Lords of the Sith, a Star Wars book, and one of the things that's a huge factor in that is Rebel soldiers. He's just a man. Darth Vader's just a man, you know. And then not understanding how two squadrons of of troopers just don't or just disappear well even yeah you know and they're like oh no darth vader must have something like there's no way he's just a man well yeah and even in a new hope like what is it like tarkin says to him like you're all that's left of your dying religion like no one knows that darth vader's a the universe is a huge fucking place man right like the odds are like we could be sitting here having a podcast shit talking the empire and get away with it for fucking 20 years just like you pirate music or some shit you know and then because we darth vader is just some guy across the galaxy and our only problem is that shitty stormtrooper that fucking stands outside the liquor store you know like we don't actually have to worry about him <laughs> stands outside the you know what i mean like darth vader could just be a myth you yeah. know and the empire's hocus pocus is just that we don't know shit i like that this what's that's what this the star wars universe or at least what i've wanted from the star wars universe you guys don't like the expanded universe comics the tv shows it's not that books. i don't like them it's just no, that it's a lot to right consume. but that's what this movie was this movie was what yeah. the, what I wanted from comics and you know animated films it's filler it's unnecessary it is it well yeah you know what it it's is unnecessary, unnecessary but it doesn't mean it's not good yeah it's the same thing with the like, with like the shows it's not that I don't think that they're good it's just that it's not what I, the well, way I want to there's a difference it, right? like this was entertainment where I feel like the others are at this point are scripture <laughs> to this religion we call the Star Wars oh yeah, yeah <laughs> I get like, like you, you mean like the original series. Yeah, it's like the or, no, yeah. just like no, a, I, any episode. And I agree is with important. that. It's know? it's its own canon at this point, where this, even though it is considered like canon in the main storyline, it's not important. Well, to, to be honest, this, no, story we need to hear. this yeah, uh, little... this right here to me, all the beefs that anyone have with Star Wars, and I would say the biggest one is the Death Star. This movie to me justified one hundred percent the Death Star because you think of like a fantastic universe or a sci-fi universe and you don't understand the, the, the mechanics behind it but in this one here you just see regular people terrified of the idea of a planet destroyer yeah you know where we don't we're we're blown away at hyperspace and lightsabers and we think that this is a normal universe you know where the death star is just another tool but we 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 re, we realize that even to the to the people in the star wars universe a planet destroyer is something unheard of you know, and they really kind of play that out with emotions. They do a great fucking job with that. 
you know and then on top of that they fill the biggest fucking hole that has bothered every person to ever watched star wars why would you build the greatest weapon ever with a really shitty weak back hole that literally you <laughs> yeah, shoved your thumb in it it just it pops yeah, I did appreciate that they finally explained that. You know, and they did so a that great fucking sense. job That's basically of that. what this entire movie revolved around. And yeah, it was beautiful. Did they not literally, do you not think that this movie in a classic artistic brush stroke made the rest of the Star Wars movies more elegant? Like Luke is now part of something bigger. No, yeah, I, I did. Yeah, I agree with you. I appreciate you know, that. You think you're like, oh, Luke, Luke did it all. But Luke literally just ran the torch across the finish line. Yeah, you know, like he was the last in a relay race where they were already that had been going on a long time. Yeah, <laughs> did you see how many? And I, I, I see what you're saying about the Suicide Squad thing, but I mean, again, that was the plot of a lot of war movies I've ever seen. You know, all those those boys fucking being like, especially when they show him the burden it takes to kill that guy. Like the you always think about the rebels, and they're pushing that as well again in the comics that I'm reading in the books that the rebels all hate themselves almost as much as the in as as the empire like well one man who is willing the one man who is willing to be batman you know what i mean like one man who is willing to cross every fucking line could not sleep at night could hate every like you know could be the a bigger villain than the empire but as long as no one knows can he can be the ultimate hero we started talking about the character i think you're leading into the other character and i can't remember his name the Spy guy, the other main character that isn't Jin. He, yeah, like what is his? Does anyone remember his name? I don't know. I We're didn't care for shoot. him at all. We should look it up. What? I didn't care for him at no. all. Oh, I really? See, I really him. liked the like no. when they show him at the start killing the guy that he's getting the information from. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look it up. I was like, this is a bad guy. This is like that was a that was a dick move. That other guy. Dude, was would like, you not afraid. say during the trailer, the biggest question that that at least my brother and I had, and then anyone I spoke to was that the two main characters were actually bad guys and we were being misled in the trailers. I didn't get that feeling. You never thought at once that they were bad guys? Even then when you said when we started watching it and we thought that Well when we started when I started watching the movie and that guy kills the like his informant, I was like, okay, this guy's shady. Like and I did appreciate that they showed the like shadiness to the rebels. Like like they're they're not they're doing like they they show the espionage part where like that guy's a real spy and like spies are dicks. Like, he's there, and, well, like, he's doing things for the greater good, but he's doing terrible things. I appreciate good planning, and, I mean, you guys can vouch for it. My, my Star Wars comic collection is top-notch. It's on point, and I have every issue. And I can say that for the last fucking three or four months, the idea that the Rebels have espionage agents that hate themselves has been a common theme in the comic books. That's cool. I you know, like they're prepping that. people who've been trying anyway. Like, you know, this isn't like they were readying you for this universe where rebel yeah. spies hate themselves. I always I feel like in the prequels, they kind of try to do that to the Jedi. Right. Ka- like Cassian. Andor? Show why Anakin maybe would hate the Jedi. Okay. I, oh, uh, yeah. Cassian. That was the Cassian Andor. Yeah. And I yeah, I didn't even realize Alan Tudyk. Oh, was there? we'll get into that. Anyway, <laughs> I appreciated that they were like showing a little bit of a, a bad side to the rebels, like that they, you know, this isn't all like we're great people you and we're fighting bad or like, like the the clearly evil people you can't There's fight a, a war like that like purely just like winning battles. There's espionage. Well, yeah, and there's exactly. Greasy shit okay. Okay. For both sides. So you got to imagine though, right? In the grand scheme of things, that there are people out there that genuinely think the empire brought good to their great 
to their galaxy, yeah. right? Like, imagine that you we were a planet that we had was like Canada, for example, had resources like wood and water, and uh, hustlers were fucking just running us ragged, you know. And the rev the 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 rebels in the alliance couldn't help us. The empire show up, fucking wipe out all the pirates. Well, all of a sudden, we're doing good. We're getting paid for our shit, and things are fine. You know, like, we, not everybody hates the Empire. There are people that were born and raised under the Empire, and they don't know anything other than that the rebels were pricks, that the Republic was an enemy. Yeah. You know, like, I like that they're establishing this conflict. Yeah, like a real, realistic war, where it isn't just good versus Though, bad. It's kind of gray versus Can you not dark say or gray. <laughs> that they... <laughs> that the, one stereotype that they didn't try to fix at all was that this generation of stormtroopers was the worst. More oh, there's shit in this. More stormtroopers had to die in this movie than in all of the they other Star so Wars. Many shots. And they also just keep filing out of doors. And just that was amazing. Down. <laughs> Look, that was like, <laughs> I love that's their like, weakness. That's, no, but that's, I was thinking, at first I was thinking, that's, that's the Empire's weakness, but it's like, no. That's all the rebels have. <laughs> That's well, yeah, it's a, yeah. It's a, there's so many of the, the Imperials. Like, they're gonna, there's going to be more deaths, dude. And honestly, <laughs> but I, I was I was saying to you today when we were talking about Final Fantasy that I wait for the drop ships to show up. Yeah. And as they're jumping out, I, I, as soon as the last one hits the ground, it's like wait mode kicks in. I throw one of my fucking bombs and I just wipe everything. You know, it's the classic. I'm gonna start calling it. It's, uh, like, it's the I rebel. Like it's a rebel move. They're like ten, like make ten men feel like a hundred in this. That was beautiful. Like, yeah, it's, it's it guerrilla warfare. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and it, it was, you know, I don't know, it was good. Was I guess uh, to keep going uh, on characters I like before we just do a whole thing on every character. I did like the robot K two or whatever the Alan Sutter character. He grew he, on me. I thought it was really. F- I I appreciate that they have a droid in all of them that you like. Yeah. And he was really funny, and <laughs> just likable. I, I didn't like him. I kind of hear what you're saying, Cody. But when they started showing how many of them there were and how unique his personality was it kind of made me like him more the idea that like the rebels can't afford anything which is why they have such a mishmash of ships and even robots to the point where all our droids are broken but that's also (laughs) our advantage you know the the empire wants robots to follow orders and we literally just need a robot yeah if if you're gonna talk back to me i don't really give a fuck because i can't operate that machine so as long as you're operating the machine, don't give a fuck what you're saying to me in between. Yeah, you, you can literally threaten us and like talk smack, but we we need you. So whatever. Yeah, I don't I, know. I appreciated it. I like the robot culture that they're introducing. And he's the true hero. And of does that it story? not seem though like because there's been talks I've been hearing about a rebel or of a robot uprising in Star Wars, where robots have consciousness, kind of like Westworld. Now, if the Empire took control and we already know the, that the empire just wants the robots to follow orders they repressed a robot consciousness and that rebels while reprogramming robots or individually we making them, like, them consciousness conscious. that's kind of what it seems like it what seems they did like to with, K2. with k2 and with r2 like the the comment where like if a droid doesn't have his memory wiped it starts to act funny yeah that's like empire thinking and whereas an acting funny is actually just uh robots are conscious and, and they're rebelling and you're trying to repress that like no the idea that robots were already conscious and that at some point they were like nope roll back tuck that away yeah well that's a neat that's idea a whole other... i like that uh any other characters that stood out to any of you guys that you liked or didn't like i liked forrest whitaker's character yeah I yeah i did too liked his accent I, l- I wish there was more of them and 
Or I, we even I wish we got to see him in action because he seemed like a fucking badass. The we fact never that really got to see him do anything. They, again, like they're expanding and it took time and hindsight is perfect, right? But Darth Vader was a robot. It seemed out of place. His stiff movements. Darth, sorry. Darth sorry. Vader, right? When you first see Star Wars and, and oh, all that shit. Like but more. then you start working backwards and you see Grievous. And you understand that and you Darth under- Vader is mostly robot. And you under- start understanding more of it. And, you know, and then you see... Forrest Whitaker's character, where it's almost like an impoverished Darth Vader. Yeah, he's a bust-ass Darth Vader. You know, like his rebreather doesn't stick to his face. He's got to like pump it up and breathe. You know, yeah, yeah and like, it's 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 awesome. Where it seems to be this, where you you seem to forget that just because there's planets like Tatooine that are spaceships and desert, you know, those are just poor places. Like there are, there are places that are perfect or are, are havens and like Edens, you know. Well, I also just like that, like yeah, they show like the rebel version of Darth Vader. Like war is shitty. To be like the great warrior that you're renowned for means you probably got fucked at some point, lost a oh, bunch yeah. of limbs and shit. And this dude's just like just a husk of a human, still trying to keep like a dream alive. I don't know. He was cool. I just wish there was more of him. Um, yeah, but I feel like they're just opening up the door for so many comic series and things after this. Yeah, like, I'm sure there'll be like a spinoff of like what his whole story yeah. is. Um, what did you guys think of, I guess, Mads Mikkelsen's... Uh, he is one of my all-time favorite actors. He's a, good, he's a great actor. I thought he was great in this. The hype that Christopher Waltz got from uh, being Christoph a shit. Waltz, yeah. yeah, Christopher Waltz. What's his name? I think it's Christoph Waltz. But Christoph? I Either way, we know what we're talking about. I think that Mad Mickles is a much more respectable version of that. <laughs> What's not respectable about him? About Mad Mickles? Nothing. He's no, <laughs> Waltz. Oh, I, I think I, I, he's they're gimmick- both great actors. He's gimmicky like. and Mads isn't. I think Mads is, uh, is, is just I, a I great mean, yeah. fucking actor. He, he, he was good in this. Did you not just believe that that was his daughter? I believed everything he did. Because I, I, I'm with you. I think and, he's and, a great okay, actor. And that's what's key, right? Because to sell the story that why did the death hole death star have a fucking weak hole in it yeah and he had to and it was believe that he like tor- he lived a really tortured life to yeah, get there like a terrible it was you terrible life if they had spent their entire if the rest of the movie looked like shit because of their entire budget went to casting the man that you had to feel for that put the hole in the death star that would be a movie like mads is still the guy you would have picked yeah he's like living this weird like i don't know like like it reminded me of like a like a Manhattan Project scientist where it's like I'm doing this thing that will lead to something awful, but I have to do it because this is the only way f- to fix this problem. This weird like not that in his case he doesn't want the bomb to go off or whatever he does he wants the opposite, but he has to live this horrid life knowing that without him it was gonna happen anyway, and he's gonna, he's the only savior. It's a it's a good story. He's like the real hero of Star Wars. And in, oh, he sold it, yeah. I thought. like well, Kind of. It, it's a weird predicament, you know? Like, is he the hero? Or is he just doing the best at being the villain? Is he trying to be the best villain possible? Well, it depends on your side, I guess. Yeah, Because yeah, well, he's still creating it, right? You're well, yeah, but his whole judgment, it makes sense. Like, they were going to make it anyway. Maybe it happened faster his way. But that's, that's all I'm saying yeah. is that's just a way of thinking. Yeah. No, for sure. And I like that. There's, like, conflict there. There's, yeah. did you really do the right thing? At all. Like, maybe it wouldn't happen. Maybe you should have just, killed, you just killed yourself. Just killed yourself, yeah. <laughs> or, and like, sacrifice your daughter and everything you love. Like, I mean, he was a really – it's an honest confliction for I, a character. I, it and it, I it like is that. an honest confliction because I'll tell you, like, I don't have children. But, I mean, I'd like to think that I would burn the world down for, for children, for, like, for my for kids. For your kid, yeah. That's, right? like, a thing, right? Like, people do that. 
and then if they do whatever th- that's to why their, the, their the, family the moment that. where he could die happy is when his daughter is standing in front of him being like i don't blame you and in fact i'll carry your burden and i and will I'll fix this and i'll yeah. fix this you know where yeah, it, was, it was good it was beautiful um all right like uh, i guess we're gonna still keep doing characters uh what did you guys think of the reappearances of characters we knew of? I guess let's start with the first one we see, which is Tarkin. I laughed out loud, I'm pretty sure, when mm-hmm. we first saw him. I was pumped when we first saw him from behind and just saw his bald spot. And I was like, oh, shit, it's Tarkin. I, I, I will That's say, cool. Like Hope said, he doesn't turn around. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> to do my best, like I said. I'm going to do my best. And I'm not saying like I'm trying to to sugarcoat it. It's just I have nothing bad to say about this, and I s- immediately know what everyone was gonna say, and I I just don't care to argue. But yeah. you you did bring up a, a like a very good point where it's just a good it would be a good directing eye, whereas with everything they did with Tarkin, they could have done it with more class, and it wouldn't have had to have been the CGI the- that they did. But. I don't know. Ap- All yeah. I'm going to say is that basically what you should prepare yourself for, and I think that maybe this is what they were actually telling you, is that this was a trial run and that we're going to see yeah. a lot more of this. That's what I worry about. In episode eight. And yeah. well, I mean, I guess for anybody who's listening to this that didn't who see the they movie, need to do it for. So they full on show. Don't, I don't know yet, but it's going to yeah, happen. It's yeah. basically. Well, actually, fuck. Are you kidding me? For all we know, it could be Qui-Gon Jinn. Fucking ben. Anakin, yeah. it, it could be Obi Wan, it could be a million fucking people. It yeah, could those be... guys are still alive and have aged properly. Ben's not. Obi Wan's dead. No, they no, could show they... fucking Ewan McGregor. Yeah, they would just old. do young Ewan oh, McGregor. Oh, Ewan McGregor. Yeah, they would do young fucking Hayden Christensen. They would do. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like they could fill the roster. Liam Neeson. We don't yeah. even fucking know. I'm just saying it could be a thing. But you were right with the class. Well, what's, the hologram. What's weird is like this is something George Lucas wanted to do forever. Like he patented. Some Man, shit on like Luke like, and Leia, they were baby CGI babies. Well, and yeah, like he he he's wanted to put old actors in movies. Like that's been a thing he's talked about forever. So it's funny to see this leave his hands, and then we see it happen through Disney. So for anybody, I guess who's listening to this that didn't see it, they show the actor that played Tarkin, as you know him from the movies. Did it not say Lucasfilms at the beginning of the movie? It did. It always says Lucasfilm still, I because Lucasfilm still exists. It was just purchased by Disney. Yeah, like, but that's like all the CGI equipment and shit, right? Well, yeah, like, uh, uh, well, you're thinking of like uh, Skywalker Sound and Light or whatever. Like, uh, it's it's just a big production company, is what Lucasfilm is, but it's just out of the hands of George Lucas personally. Now it's owned by Disney. But anyway, so we see, I guess I won't say bad CGI. Good CGI, but still noticeably CGI. Let's just say that's what it I is. I was trying right? to think about where I've seen anything better, and I haven't. Oh, I haven't seen anything better. King's but face. but no. his facial animation is clearly like, you're like, oh, your lips aren't moving right. I can tell you're not there. And I guess my biggest argument is, is there was no reason to put him there. You could have just had that in a hologram. Well, again, or shot it from behind the and o- stayed from the behind. The other thing that they're real pushing, and I think we've mentioned this before, is the importance of Tarkin in the Star Wars universe. And I don't see I haven't seen the outcome yet. If it's just a uh, a marketing ploy where they're just taking characters and trying to get us to buy things to be like this character is actually really important. I I think it's the opposite because in the last 2 years the push on Tarkin has been crazy. Like there's he has his own book. I think there's a comic line coming out. He was worth enough to CGI 
Yeah, I get it. He's an important character. But it just seemed, but it just seemed weird to put him in the Unless they they're building to something. So, Cody, what did you think about the talking thing? What if Snow? I thought it looked horrible. And, but this, the same thing you brought up, I got used to it because he's in multiple scenes. So, yeah. like, by the third scene, it obviously didn't look as bad as I it did the first time. Yeah. And then when they it's did it. because they one shot. And when they did it again for Leia, I would have been so happy if they just would have shown her from behind. Like, we, we, we could have heard the voice. Yeah. But no, they had to show her face. And it's like, why? No, and even then, I feel like you could have okay. shown her face, but her not talking well, right. would have looked okay. What did you guys think about talk? Anthony Hopkins in Westworld? When they do young it Hopkins, looks it looks silly. Yeah. I think it looks way better. No, no. It, okay, it looks okay, but I still don't. I don't, I don't like the idea of doing CG do it, yeah. when you don't need to do it. Yeah, I'm with you. That's the whole you, you complaint could, we all had about like, the prequels, As someone yeah. that enjoys comics, th- those guys are always trying to find ways around showing things or telling things without actually showing or telling them you know yeah and there's always a different route that you can take yeah storytelling wise there was a way to go around it they they could have taken it and said they showed oh let's see how fancy we can do this that's exactly what i I think i think though that is it i mean if we were if we if you came up with an idea kyle i feel like that they definitely did like they must have explored that route of not showing. Yeah, them. I'm sure. And I'm sure someone who saw that post editing did did want to just go back to the other way, but they wanted to show off the tech, and they did. And I think that we're going to see more of it. Yeah, and I think I like I I'm just going to go out and say it. I don't want that. I really hope they don't. But I I, I agree with you, Greg. I, I don't, my favorite part. It's about only going to get better. Like I remember seeing King Kong and thinking that it looked like shit, and it was only going to get well, better. Well, my favorite part of seven was how still true they stuck to the practical effects. Well, they did that in this too. They, no, did, they did up too. until this point. Up until yeah. that, that no, but spoiled it. yeah, but it yeah. was back and forth. Like they did things that you could have CGI'd and they didn't. Yeah, you know, and back and forth, no, and many, you... many different choices. Like everything was a deliberate choice. I wouldn't, I wouldn't knock this movie down any point in scoring because of it. But I'm just saying, I didn't like it. Oh, yeah, and that's what else. What else can you really say? Except for I just, I don't want them to go down that route. It's a danger fruit to go Speaking down. Speaking of weird visuals, another. Thing. I didn't really have an issue with it, but I found it kind of weird. Did you notice that the Imperial Star Destroyers seemed very white in this movie? Yeah. As opposed to their usual gray color or gray shade. I thought they did, but I appreciate it. It, it kind of threw me up. Like, no, th- it, lo- I, I it looked like they were saying. doing lighting effects or something. It was they were trying to show that off. Yeah. But everything was close to planets and everything was in. It, for the first time, we see, an, or maybe not the first time. But we see a fucking star destroyer in atmosphere. Yeah, that was kind of a big deal. Yeah, there's I uh, that's okay. No, also, all the that, CGI space wise, amazing. Something that I've great. always wondered about was the fucking Death Star's capability of fucking traveling getting places. Getting yeah, places. I appreciated that. You know, show that it just has warp. They're rest. just like a fucking. What did they say? Something just jumped out of like warp or something, and they yeah. like, look at it as a Death Star, and you're just like. Well, that's how that, that They could fucking just warp. And you're just, again, that's not a credit to the Empire. That's not a credit to the Death Star. That is a credit to the Force. That ship is powered by Force crystals. Yeah, I guess. The, in that case, is yeah. Is that but how that works? Well, it, that I, whole, I thought the gun was powered by it. But I, I, I mean, I think it's just the warp. Warp, it makes sense that they explained it that w- once you have warp technology, it can take any mass anywhere. Fuck right? it. I buy it, man. So it, it I'm makes not sense question- that it has it. They just never said it. I will not the question movie. the fucking science behind the Death Star being able to make warp jumps. That is like, you know what? What's the point of making the Death Star if it can't? What, did you just build that shit outside of Alderaan? Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's what was confusing to me when I was a kid. Like, was no like, one was. You're just like, is they're just no, wandering no, 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 they're space? Just, they're just building. It's going to be like an office building, you know? It's a moon. It orbits. 
Yeah, that's what it always seemed like before. But like, it was always, it was always. Yeah, like what? Are planets. they going to build a bunch of them and then what? Orbit a planet that they're going to destroy and replace that planet? Yeah, that with one then it just spins <laughs> off into nothing. But yeah, no, I, no, I appreciate the science that they is there. That. Yeah, like the ships, like the battle scenes. I felt when they were showing like the interior, like the pilots and stuff. It still looks like Episode Four. Yeah, which is beautiful. Which is what it should look like. The yeah, pilots like, still look like they're so from the same. Got it, same got cam right in front of yeah. them. Like, yeah, they're sweaty. Yeah, exactly. They, get, they got a mustache, even though that doesn't seem to <laughs> yeah, be the style man. now. No, but it was beautiful. I have a new crush. Yeah, blue leader. <laughs> blue leader is my new crush. Oh, with the mustache. Yeah. With the mustache. <laughs> ben, cool. ben Landis. They like, had a uh, they had a slightly overweight dude die. Like it seems no, to be the case in every Star Wars. I loved it, man. And the fucking Rogue One when when he's scrambling and he says Rogue One. And they're just like, that's not a call sign. And he's like, it is now. And you're just like, fucking right. Yes. He said the title of the movie. No, fuck that. What? No, <laughs> no that's I'm not. just joking. <laughs> yeah, but it's that's just like, exactly what I thought. But it's just, you always just assume that Rogue would be what the Rebels call themselves. Yeah, you know? but, uh, and then, I appreciate it. That they're Rogue from even them. Like that's that, Yeah, they like that they were Rogue to them. You know, and then later on when you see Luke as Rogue Leader. Yeah. You're like, well, fucking right, Rogue, Luke is Rogue Leader. Like... The fucking rogues got us the Death Star plans. Luke blows up the Death Star. If there's anybody that's going to be fucking rogue leader, it's Luke. Oh, man. Yeah, that's, Guys. That's um, oh, do you I just, not just want to go get some Star Wars tattoos? <laughs> I already have one. I know, okay. right, Kyle? Uh-huh. I'm going to get one soon. That's my, my plan this winter. Uh, all right. It's the first scene we see Darth Vader in. Oh, I, uh, first, I, just, I guess let's just talk about Darth Vader in the movie. He's in it. We knew he was he was in the trailers. I'll say off the bat, I was a little unimpressed. The the first scene of that like seeing him cause shouldn't be in that movie. There's so absolutely he drops no, the one liner. Yeah, exactly. There's no reason for that scene to be in there. Nothing happens. I felt yeah. like that was edited in after or it, something. It makes strange. yeah. They were like, we need more Vader in this. And movie. we need we, yeah, we need a sassy Vader. Yeah. <laughs> you watch Star Wars. There is a lot of one liners. Oh, I, I get that, man. There's tons. I get it. This one's just bad. I'd sooner kiss a Wookiee. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, Vader didn't like say it. that. No. So the liner in the like the one yeah, line in this. You know is what though? Careful I, not okay. to choke on your okay. ambition. Okay. 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 Well, he's weirdly. No, but hold on though. Hold on. Okay. Okay. So what we're seeing here is the transition of Anakin to Luke. Because you know who fucking busts yeah, okay. out a shit ton of one-liners? It's Anakin. I agree with that. Anakin is the king of one-liners. You know, he's fucking... And he's shitty. And he's shitty. <laughs> this is like Emperor's Not Looking. No one's around. Yeah. All right. Uh, now it, I kind of understand the, the, the reasoning. Th- this is, if, this is, this is, it's an Anakin one-liner, we not seeing, a Darth we one-liner. Seeing, and that's like, you got to remember that this is like, they're trying to establish Rogue One as the, as the transition between... Episode Vader, three, yeah, and, you know, we're seeing Star Wars we know. Vader, and that's something again that they're putting in the comics is we're seeing, and even the books, is Anakin becoming Vader, and I mean it's not like oh Anakin's got like an inner monologue where it's like Vader with an Anakin's inner monologue, it's yeah. it's Anakin became Vader, but yeah, can you imagine waking up as a fucking twenty something year old? In a robot body, you know it's like you you hate your old self. Like it's not like you miss your old self or have any regrets. You're just new. Yeah, you're super stoked, fucking secondhand <laughs> to the galaxy. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. you're not regretting life. You're just new. Well, I think he might be regretting life. He misses he misses but, some things. But uh, all I want to <laughs> say about that scene is I think if they had taken it out and showed the last scene of Vader and that was it, because the last scene of Vader is badass. Yeah, it was fucking sick. 
If you just left it and you just saw that at the end, you'd be like, "Fuck yeah!" yeah they even show some force like, moves in that that we haven't seen before. So like, the, yeah, the only all thing that the I guns had, and throw them. Yeah, all and he did like the, the gr- like the bolt grab that we see from like Kylo yeah. in seven, and like that he some, showed that, that he's strong and he will fuck shit up that, without ruining Vader's movement or anything like that. Well, in the in the, in the Star Wars expanded universe, and I'm not saying like the the no longer canon one, but in the Star Wars like the comics and the books, which still a thing believe yeah. it or not guys i'm a fan of i got i'm in on that but uh they're establishing that like vader seemingly so with the gun movement and shit is more in tune with technology you know like luke isn't fucking pulling guns out of people's hands and other jedis aren't pulling guns out of people's hands or vader seems yeah, to have luke might be now you're right about that but i i think that the vader is just where your mind goes like, I like to think of the Jedi as the Green Lantern, where if you can will it or think of it, the only thing that stops you or me from being more powerful than one another is actually what you can conceive. It's yeah, like an the extent. Jedis can't create things. No, no. So you got to think, though. You're right about that. I, I'm not saying that. But, I mean, it's an extent of what you can imagine. And Vader is machine. The idea of ripping your tools away from you would be something that Vader well, thinks fuck, of. Don't, don't they eventually pull a Star Destroyer out of the sky in one of the video games? That is... <laughs> Kyle, to this day, one of the greatest scenes in any Star Wars lore is like Starkiller ripping a Star Destroyer from the sky. That's a stressful moment in the game, too. It's now, an awesome moment. In now, game. I'm speaking of Starkiller, Sam Witwer, is that his name? Yeah, it's like the guy that... That's he, it's, it's not canon, is it? No, it's not canon, I mean, no, 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 no. But the fact that they named Starkiller was the name of, like, in... in a, the base in, in, in Force Awakens. Yeah. But Sam Witwer is Darth Vader's apprentice in the Force Unleashed. Yeah. He's the voice of the Emperor in the Clone Wars, and I'm pretty sure in Rebels. And he was also the voice... of. Someone new. Hmm, I'm not sure. He is he Sam Whitworth. No, it's is he the voice of Snoke? No. No, that's um that's no, Sandy Circus. Sandy Circus. No, yeah, it is. But I, I But th- it's weird. I I okay, so the biggest thing I I'm glad you brought up Force Unleashed. So like that's the biggest thing in the canon they changed, right? Force Unleashed was essentially the canon for what happens between episode three and episode four. And then this obviously replaces that. And there's a few similarities, especially at the beginning of this movie, of like a man like trying to save a child. He seems kind of like he knows about the Force. Maybe he's a Jedi. He is a Jedi and Force Unleashed. Oh, sorry. And like uh, I really thought they were going to hardcore mimic that. Like like she had the crystal. I was like, oh, maybe she is a Jedi and he's a Jedi. And that's oh, what's I'm happening. I'm so glad the they didn't. I'm glad they didn't just straight up do that movie. Although the story to Force Unleashed is awesome. Like, I really like that. S- Sam Witwer is the voice of Darth Maul in Rebels. Oh, okay. So what I was going to say is Sam Witwer is the dark side of the Force. Yeah, <laughs> his fingerprints are all over. He is Darth Vader's apprentice. He's the voice of the Emperor, and he's the voice of Darth Maul. That's cool, though. That's weird. That's yeah. amazing. Are you not <laughs> yeah, jealous a little bit? It works. Yeah. yeah. He, he nails it. And Kyle, Battlestar Galactica, when he goes all fucking like evil well he goes like crazy yeah 
Uh, he's so good. So I got a question for you guys. If you could see a comic series like be spun off from this movie, what would it be? It could be centered around any character, all the characters, one of them. What would you, what would you like to see from this? Uh, I'd want to see Forrest Whitaker's character. Yeah, just a solo story about him. Yeah, how I want to know. Issues, I want to know like what happens between him being part of the rebellion and him being so like they call him an extremist. So maybe him before even she's born. I'd like to see actually like him with her, like that, like he's or maybe like start it where where he meets um her, like Jin's father. And into like him taking her out of the capsule and raising her, but like what the whole drives time. him into like where we see him in that in the movie, and like I want to know why they call him an extremist and why everyone like seemingly really fears him. Like as a rebel, like as a rebel, he's like the uh, Bin Laden of rebels. Yeah. Like, well, <laughs> I don't know how. Else well, to say yeah. Well, they he's say an that. For sure. yeah. I, I like that idea <laughs> that like. Shit. There's guys out there that are killing innocent imperial families just because they're imperials, and that's not the right thing to do, even for the rebel commanders. Yeah, you know? exactly. Like I want to know the bad that, side to him. We there, don't there's see still it. good imperials out there, like yeah, the innocents that died on the. They death only Star. get we get like some torture-ish kind of scene out of him, but we don't necessarily know. Like they imply that he, what he's doing is more evil than it, what it ends up being. Like that guy ends up okay, but I want to know what really makes that guy like. A, a great character you know like on the right side of the cause but a bad person on that side yeah so i think he'd make it good to me <clears throat> he kind of what we see from later on in like uh force awakens we, like the 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 resistance that whole fucking thing seems kind of strange you know so we have the republic who the, the, rebel- the Republic, then the Rebellion, and then the Resistance, yeah. Was there a Rebellion in A New Hope? Or, sorry, in Force Awakens? Well, they, they explain that that's like, that, that the, they were born out of that or whatever. Right, so imagine that, like, so the Resistance becomes the Republic again, the Empire becomes the, res- the, rebelli- the, the Rebellion, the First Order, our Rebels. I thought the Republic was basically just before the Empire. But when the empire and then falls, it's restored. It's restored. So the the republic is restored. The empire is now a a bunch of rebels established as the yeah, first order. So the now the resistance doesn't make any sense. So it would be like, for example, our est- established government, who has a military and a government, and is doing their shit, and we're just like freedom fighters for our gov our government. No, I think that what they're saying in that and what's like, happening there is like. Okay, so there's the rebellion, and they beat the empire, and yep. they restore the republic. Yep. And then out of that, like a government begins to form over time, like the republic forms. Yep. And as that's forming, the first order forms yep. as like the the let's say the right wing or to the, that the, center. Yeah. And people are like, "Hey, this thing's going on over here," and they're like, "Well, you know, we're just trying to get the government rolling." And then the uh, resistance is like, well, fuck that, because like these guys are doing this shit over here. So and you're yeah, not that's what I mean. Like, so like they're even like the re- the resistance seems to me like they're almost terrorists for their own government. Like we're just like hooligans. Well, yeah, they're but, definitely. But basically, what I was balancing going, the force. Where I was going with this is that it seems like that they might be more like Forrest Whitaker's characters. They're they're ex- extremists. Where yeah. it's like, ah, oh, the the republic isn't taking care of this soon enough. Yeah, we're gonna fucking deal with it. 
you know, and then you all the secret being that Leia is actually in charge of the resistance, you know, where she yeah. knew she knows the war. Like, we're going to find out that she knows the war is not over. We, yeah, we're going to have to take a, break take a little break here because, like, I got the hiccups like crazy. <laughs> but I think we can talk about Star Wars when we come back. I'm, yeah, we will. Well, I mean, actually, what, what I want to do when we come back, we'll take a quick break and we'll listen to an ad from the B&E Network. But when we come back, we'll discuss maybe where this fits in on our GOAT episode and where we rank it on the list of the greatest Star Wars movies. Oh, fuck yeah. I got hiccups mad, boys. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> Hey, this is Craig Wade and Brian Allen Delaney from B-Movies and Ebooks, a podcast about cult and horror films and genre fiction. You can catch new episodes on iTunes and Stitcher every Wednesday, or you can watch us live on Blab.im Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. Central. B-Movies and Ebooks. We bleed fiction. And we're back. Greg's had his uh, recommended couple of spoonfuls of peanut butter. Fixed his I hiccups. had about five or six, seven or eight peanut bu- spoonfuls of peanut butter. Mm-hmm. That'll do it. That's how you do it. Yeah. It's the secret of this podcast right now. This is what gets us the love. Is it peanut butter fixes hiccups? Well, it fixes lots of shit, man. But <laughs> hiccups is one of them. All right. So. Back to Star Wars. We want to put Rogue One on the list of Star Wars movies. I already know exactly where. I want to hear you guys first. Uh, I put it just after where we put the original trilogy. Like the end of that. So our last one ranked in that I think is Empire. No, I thought we get we got greasy where episode one was like above Return of yeah, the Jedi. I, thought, or some I shit. agree. I thought did that, we do that? I thought that we got greasy in episode one and worked its way. I guess, in. guess yeah. we should have done the <laughs> proper thing and looked at it. But fuck it, let's just reorder it. Well, I was gonna say, what if we just do times? Like, what if we just on. say the movie speed. that we think it's better than? Well, do okay. you want to just hear hear me out? Whatever yeah. I think it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that. I think. The worst movie is episode three. Mm. Second worst, episode two. Third worst is this new one. Oh, so you're saying it's not as good as episode one? No. So Force Awakens was better. No, I I liked. Yeah. Well, Force Awakens. I think I I rank it. Yeah, for sure. I ranked it number two. Which is exactly actually where I would probably put it on my. But no, I don't like it as much as episode one just because episode one still has the nostalgia factor. And that's my. Oh, no. Sorry. I was thinking. No. See, I put it ahead of that. I'd say yeah, it's, you uh, would. yeah, I, I, on my list, it would go, um, about equal with Jedi. Okay. Is that, is that good? That's pretty, yeah, like middle of the Oh, pack. because, yeah, like I, I, that's just like one ahead of what I would have done, right? Yeah, I think like, we just I, differ on what we I, I just look like at episode one differently than you. Yeah, fair. It's definitely my top three. Really? Huh? For sure, man, because this movie gave us so, something that no other Star Wars movie gave that's us. Included, oh, well, that's including that's seven that's in the top three. So, well, yeah, what would you say your top three is? Like? Uh, well, A New Hope, for sure. I think we all pretty well agree that that's the best. You know what, man? Okay, if, I'm going to start my scale off by saying that every Star Wars movie is great to me, and I'm the worst person to ask anything about because I love all of it. So, my scale is not like a... Yeah, you're not looking at it like a, a, a film like critic. It's not you're looking a, at it as a fan of the. It's the not. It's zone. not rational. Let's put it that way. My my fan like my fandom is not rational, so my favorite movies would have to be A New Hope. <laughs> you're like a mother, like looking at her child's shitty painting, and you're like, "That looks amazing." Dude. Yeah, uh, but he's explaining it. But well. it, but I it's like your it. child, yeah, and you love you know, it. So like, <laughs> New Hope is anybody who says that they love Star Wars and A New Hope is not 
in their favorite movie, then I don't understand how you like Star Wars because that is the, the Star that's, Wars. That's that is the Star Wars. Is you have to like A New Hope, and that is my top three. Like I, that movie makes me happy because where I was gonna go with this is that Rogue One gives you closure, and no other Star Wars movie gives you that next to A New Hope because New Hope could that's have potentially have been the whole story. Yeah. So I mean, we don't get closure, and Rogue One gives me that in my OCD world of following story arcs i like that one it's cut and dry so does that mean you'd say it's better than empire because empire doesn't give you closure empire gives me fucking anxiety yeah and we talked about this which is why it's not one of my favorites so my three favorite if we're just going to come back around this is is episode four episode one and now rogue one are my favorite star wars movies you like rogue one more than episode seven yeah shit Huh? Um, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to like say that it's worse in any way. I, I can understand your, I, your I, point I, of view. I've been watching Rogue One. I've been I watching, think Episode 7 is far superior. I've been watching The Force Awakens I agree with you, lot. Cody, but I mean, I, I think it has merit to say the other way. Like, I could totally understand liking this movie that much. I, I, there yeah, isn't a lot to dislike. They're similar fucking movies. Yeah, absolutely. And there isn't like a ton to dislike Wait, in this where I can Rogue pick it Rogue One and Force Awakens? Yeah. Just the way they're filmed and the way they look. Well, so yeah, it, it, yeah, so if you're looking at them mm-hmm. cinematography-wise, it's the same fucking it shit. Looked, it looked mm-hmm. like a Star Wars movie. Well, I would say... No, like a modern Star Wars movie. It, it, you know what yeah. this movie they, This have? movie, actually, I do think is filmed a lot different no than... One, no one has acknowledged this. They keep saying it's filmed differently. There were none of the Lucas swipes. No, they didn't do the star wipe or anything like that. There was they none of the also swipes. shot a lot of, especially the beginning of this movie, up close. Really tight. Compared to how they do other movies, like classic war films. Well, this yeah, was yeah, a war exactly. film. This was our first. You know what? Like, this is what I wanted. I wanted this for so fucking long, man. Which is, you think of Star Wars as a genre, and for the first fucking time ever, we're seeing Star Wars through the eyes of another genre. So we got to see Star Wars through a film film genre, which mm. was an easy transition. You know, with some espionage thrown in there. That was a very simple transition. It, you know, I'm not saying that I want to, but fuck at this tr- this rate, man. Ten years from now, we could be seeing literally just Star Wars romance movies. We could be yeah. seeing Star Wars. If fucking, that's not gonna ruin everything, I no, want I to live in anything. the fucking Star Wars universe. Like that's what I, I think. Man, that's the, the brilliance of the Star Wars universe. It's, it's, do it's anything so in. big. It's just a it's just a universe. But do that, you need to? But no. But the idea but do you being need to that see we, another one that's set in modern time or or like in the past. No, I think no, we but, just okay. need to see eight nine. No, but Jason. Well, Bourne. yeah, obviously we <laughs> okay, want to see we, those. We but were I mean, if they're going to do more. We were joking about Jason Bourne last night when we went to the theater. Now, if Jason Bourne was set in the Star Wars universe, Kyle and I would have fucking we would pre-order tickets for that. Kyle, oh, yeah. we would tell you what your birthday present was. It'd be <laughs> tickets to go see fucking Jason Bourne, fucking on Coruscant. Born, you know, born in the stars. Yeah, you know, like we, I want to go see that movie, man. Like, I don't give a shit. Like, National Treasure, I want to see National Treasure Star Wars Universe. I want to see The Mummy Star Wars Universe. Like, I don't give a fuck. No, I hear you. I, I, I liked that this was another t- like genre in the Star Wars. You know, and where I'm going with this was we all want to see 1313. You know, we want to see that fucking private Three. investigator, gumshoe detective in the Star Wars universe. I and don't. I, I do. want to see the the epic. Well, we're gonna get that, though, which right? is the Star Wars, which is Star Wars for me, is the epic. Because otherwise, it's just sci-fi melodrama. Yeah, but I mean, what's wrong with that, some more of that in Star Wars? Because I don't need that in my life. Because there's a million options. Well, the, great the thing reason I still go to Star Wars is because it's still fucking epic. 
Yeah. Like, well, was okay. this not epic? No, it was it was an action movie. It was entertaining. Dude, it was we, have, we haven't touched this yet. We haven't. Touched and I knew what was going to happen. So we that haven't kind of ruined this. the epicness. Spoiler: We said this at the very beginning. Everyone dies, and I said, "No, this, that was great." I, I, love I, that I said this at the very beginning, like well ago. That the, the the thing about this movie was that everyone was going to die, and that was the only way for this movie to make sense. But the most beautiful fucking and tell me that this wasn't epic. Tell me that this wasn't epic. The the two main characters' deaths at the end. Oh no, I I, I think to Cody's point, no, he's not saying not this epic. isn't epic. I'm talking literally epic. Grand scheme. Like their death didn't affect the outcome of the entire well, universe. Yeah, I, I would say no, this not their death. Still, it's still what they did epic. affected, like not how they died. They just died. But I, I'd, I'd say though that this and movie it, would still fall in as an epic. Like it was done in a different taste, and I understand one your battle. Point. Do you yeah. know what was funny to me was that right before we went to the theater, you two were talking about Christopher Nolan's new movie. And I was saying to you that I do not like war films. I don't want to watch war films. And we went to watch a war film, and it was amazing, and I fucking loved it. And this is only supporting my it, it, to self-assurance, which is I don't want to see war films. But, but you, you slap Star, Star Wars, Wars on <laughs> any fucking movie, and I'll go watch, like, fucking Sweet November Rain or whatever the fuck it is if it's, like, sweet. Watch the Nicholas Sparks of Star Wars. I would Wars. watch – I mean, well, back up because I <laughs> do watch all the Well, you're not Sparks really movies. giving anything to but these movies by saying that, though. I, like, I'm not saying, like, whatever. You just love Star Wars. No, I'm just yeah. saying, like, but it's, it's a universe that like, – I love Star Wars. I, we fucking love comic books. You can we still love say TV. that these are great movies. We love movies. film. We love sports. We love fantasy. We love escapism. I mean, I want to see any fucking universe that's better than this one. All I would say is that uh, I I'm think what he's getting at is that they've proved with this one they can make a good movie in Star Wars, right? Like that's it. They can. Doors they did that. It didn't have to really be a Star Wars. You movie. mean they, that they proved that they can do a, like a a movie spinoff? Yeah, it's just like the movie. Like it's not yeah. necessary. Any genre spinoff. So of Star what's a what's another? It's the Better Call Saul to Breaking Bad. Yeah. But yeah. What, so what's a what's <laughs> yeah. a, what what would you say is the most successful? And TV is easy because well maybe it's not easy, but I can think of many TV example spinoffs. But what is a movie spinoff that's been anywhere near touchable to this? The Hobbit, but I didn't like it. Was that a spinoff though? Because the Hobbit was the original. No, well, no, no, but those are very much still in the same vein of the, the the original Lord of the Rings. I don't think they changed the tone of those movies at all. You know, like it's not a different genre, right? Yeah, but I don't know. Well, you're looking at massive universe titles. Yeah, like, no, but is there there's anything, not many is of there, those. Is, but, but the only one I can think of, and I haven't even seen it, that I know that is like critically acclaimed, Cloverfield Lane. Oh, oh, is what dude, I would oh, well, no, it's like taking something and turning it on. That's still an anthology series. I totally yeah. thought you were going to say Fantastic Beasts. Yeah, okay, that's an. But again, that's still very much. It's th- yeah, I I know what you're saying. It's kind of like a period piece, I guess, is what you put on. But it, Harry was, like twist. this was still like was this not the Rogue One of the the Harry yeah, Potter? Yeah, I, I I yeah, I know what you're saying. Like the, we can prove that the universe is big enough to support other types of. And movies. I'll tell you, I haven't seen it yet. But the only other movie that I want to go see right now, besides Rogue One, again, and my toss up is that I probably will go see Rogue One again before I go see Fantastic Beasts. It might actually like. I've already seen okay, it. Has anyone else? But hear me out with this, okay, guys? Like yeah. fucking. This was still a fucking Star Wars movie. This was more of a Star Wars movie, I guess, than like fucking episode two was, in my opinion. Yeah. I, so I, you okay. can say that this was a genre piece, but like 
It's just the circumstance of the story made it a genre piece. But at its core, like we're we're not going to see a fucking Star Wars movie that's filmed like fucking a Quentin Tarantino film. And I don't ever. No, I wouldn't say that drastic. But I would say, like, as an example, and I think Greg is what he's was trying like to say like an indie movie in the Star Wars yeah, universe. Yeah, but I watched that though. Yeah, but I think this is like this the, is the, the the rebel the robot of consciousness. I don't think we'll thing. go that far, but I'd watch that movie of a fucking like a. Well, you're talking about it like it's capable of this, and I I don't think it should. I, I'm saying it is capable as well, but I don't no, think we should be running off with this. But to, to to some people out there right now, Rogue One is a shot in the dark. That you know, why would they tell a Star Wars story that didn't have fucking Luke Skywalker in it? Well. For as long as I've been alive, I've been consuming fucking Star Wars content that's not that's not the main story arc. Yeah, and this is the first and time. We've this seen is the first time we've seen a film of it, and I love it. I, I fucking love it because no, they're just cashing, they're cashing into the larger I, audience. But I've I've been consuming Star Wars new content for so fucking long that this movie is literally just another slice of a pie that I have been gluttonously devouring forever yeah and they're very thankful yeah well I, yeah and I, no but well, for, i'm not for, saying you shouldn't be a fan but, of it but I'm what, just what, saying what i'm saying is like i've been reading books that like you know star wars books that are what we're talking about what that are, are different genres you know whereas in a book you don't even think about it twice you're like oh it's a star wars book i'll read it oh this turned out to be a detective story this was a fucking an, an army story oh this was you know your your classic you know uh what's that wheel the character wheel, the story, like the, the hero story, the hero story you the know, like, arc. you know, you get like all these different platforms that you it, that just tell different stories and you're just like, oh, it's Star Wars because it's not a movie. You know, you're just like, what's the genre? Star Wars. What was that game? It was Star Wars. What was that fucking yeah, whatever? And you're saying that now. It gets but now in film, you can actually categorize it as in like, well, it wasn't just yeah. that, you know, like I'm excited for all the different prospects of films that they're putting out. Star Wars is an action-packed universe. Most of these movies are going to be action movies or sci-fi movies or yeah, and, like a touch. You know, and you you mentioned Suicide Squad. Well, you all you might as well mention Guardians of the Galaxies because they were super successful. They're going to impact the outcome of these spin-off Star Wars films, and I'm in. Yeah. So uh, we got it. You're uh, looking forward to it, Cody. You're yeah, saying like this you is just, just don't a, need it. This is the ancient thing we've argued about on this podcast. I will give them my money. Started, yeah. man. I'll give them my money. Is, and and I'll restate my thesis because I think I haven't really figured out what my problem with all of this is. It's not that there's a fucking million things to fill in every little tidbit in this universe. Because you know what? I don't have a problem with that. Fucking Tolkien did that all by himself. Yeah. He told so much unnecessary bullshit that was boring as shit. Did not add to the greater epic story that we all cared about. Yeah, but it was but, but I respect it because it was one man that did that. The second there's the teams of thousands of people all trying to cash in on George Lucas's original idea, it's like, well, how much of this is Star Wars at this point? But I think I, I and I think Greg will agree. I I just think that um, if the story's good, and it also happens to be Star Wars. It doesn't really matter. It's a good movie, and I appreciate when it just—it's Star Wars because I, I Star Wars makes me happy. I think that uh, yeah. maybe I'm like I'm interpreting this one way, but Cody and I are playing two different gods. I think, and Cody wants to control the character; he wants to control the life of the of the story, whereas I want to create a world. You know, and I I fell in love. What with What do I want to control? I feel mm-hmm. like it's you. You're more like you. 
you want to control like the story the you're talking about like no i don't want to control the story i want the creator to control the story no but i'm so i'm saying like i'm all about this and you're right and maybe this is where i'm getting confused is that i fell in love with the world i fell in love with the universe i fell in love with the idea that a single person could come up with this world i you know okay. i'm so in love with you it. just but then you but i'm you fascinated by creators Force, you liked force awakens and that was like getting rid of no Jim it's Luke. because i thought that they fucking they took job. a great chance and they've and it fucking it worked jj yeah. abrams was fucking what fantastic did they take by fucking oh, giving a new it, they crea- made it, i mean george lucas by took george a chance lucas, with episode one and yeah, didn't really they're all chances out, you, know? you know i don't know any uh, sequels are taking a chance yeah, I, I agree, and I, I I think you're both you're both saying similar things. One, Greg is just saying he wants to see a great story. In <laughs> Neither Star- of us are winning in the Star Wars no, universe. No, well, there's they're no winning. right answer, but like it's just Greg's just saying he likes things because they're Star Wars, and he's happy to see the world fleshed out. And you're just saying you love Star Wars, the main story, and you don't need the extra stuff. But I th- I'm sure you'd agree Cody. that a good story is a good story, whether it takes some place in modern time. Or you add fucking Skywalker to the end of some guy's last name and it ends up being a good story, you're happy about it, right? Yeah. The well, good movie's a good movie. Kyle over here is being a Jedi counselor. The way I look at it is like they already sold me on Star Wars. They yeah. don't they don't need to throw all this extra stuff at me. Like I'm already sold, just finish yeah. the story. You're right. Okay, I, but but you're gonna get that. You know, like they're they're not it's not like they made Rogue One and like, you know what, we're canceling eight. You don't want to. We're like, gonna go no, off. I'm Rogue not saying there's a problem with it. Make your no. Star Wars it's just that bed. they need you to be careful. Don't. They they just don't. They shouldn't overdo it. Yeah, I it's I so agree easy. with the sense that it's easy to ruin Star oh, Wars. They with could a bad they fucking could do movie. Everything, man. But I like the fact that these these additive ones like hold Rogue on, One on, are on. way less likely to ruin the main story. It's easy to ruin Star Wars. We fucking saw Jar Jar Binks. Yeah, I'm we just saying we could fuck it up. We love the Ewoks. We love. We love. Oh man. So much shit about Star Wars. It's not easy to ruin Star Wars. No, that is like I'm just really saying, like, hard. George it, it, Lucas it, it, tried, and he could not ruin Star Wars. Yeah, but he tried three times. We've already had two goddamn attempts in two years. Like, I mean, let's let's be realistic about the overall. How many of these okay. are they put out? They might no, put out some shit. No, but all right. No, but just using those five movies as an example, because apparently the the, the the original trilogy is untouchable, right? So the that now we got the new trilogy, and now we have all episode eight, ones. episode eight. And or uh, episode seven, sorry, and epi- and Rogue One. Mm. So we got five new movies, and uh, fuck, I lost it, boys. Since the trilogy, original trilogy, you were getting at like none of those have ruined the movie. Uh, I'm following Greg. <laughs> none of those have ruined Star Wars, right? Yeah, he just got lost. Fuck. I think I know what he was getting at. <laughs> I guess let, I'll try to tighten it up, guys. On your grand scheme, name the two movies that's in between. I don't think you guys s- finished answering where it is on <laughs> no, your goat scale. I said it, it's after the original trilogy oh, and I after Force Awakens in my scale. It would be, it would be, I guess, at its best, number five. Great, you said number two. I put it in my top three. Yeah, you did. He said it was in the top three. Uh, I s- so, so I say on average it's right in the middle. I'm gonna rebuttal and also reaffirm my initial arguing statement with <laughs> okay, two words. Sir. Two words. Star Wars, mm. and that is all I have. <laughs> all right. That's all your argument to anything. In no, the well, <laughs> just of Star Wars. <laughs> and that's yes. not wrong. We, we shouldn't damper Greg's love of Star Wars. Anyway, that I guess we'll argue eventually after probably eight comes out or something. We'll do an actual full goat or something. Figure out exactly where it, redo well, no, the list. No, we need to go back and listen to the old goat and actually figure out what the we, fuck we, we said. We keep notes lying around. 
And but then we use those notes to, to keep, write other notes. To write, to other write notes. best about Westworld on. Yeah. So, like, I mean, <laughs> all of our files. We need, we need to start a file. We need an assistant. Someone who's not drunk while we're working. <laughs> if anyone uh, wants to be an intern, you can uh, send uh, your tweets to add a you guys can man, man, well, co- co- Cody, Cody, call. Yep. You can't drink. I was trying to fucking segue, right? Yeah, you can't drink, but we'll give you. We'll, you can smoke weed. All right. Who, the there you go. That's the, the ad- advertisement. We'll give them bongs. Intern. We'll smoke bongs. You guys can smoke bongs. <laughs> All right. Well, you guys, I appreciate the love for Rogue One and trying to sit down here. And, and it's been a good Christmas. Yeah, that was like a know? whole fucking it. Star Wars episode right there. Yeah, exactly. I like the fact that as time goes on, like I said before, like Harry Potter was like a Christmas movie for me. Then Lord of the Rings was a Christmas movie for no, me. It's and Star now Star Wars yep. is just, it's tis the season. Like, if in a couple of years from now, instead of a wreath, you just have Darth Vader's mask hanging on your front door. Well, I just want to say I appreciate going out and enjoying Christmas over some Star Wars. And anybody listening, I hope you enjoy your Christmas while listening to us argue about it like a bunch of drunk assholes. You, you guys could be like Kyle and just buy all your friends tickets to Rogue One. <laughs> and it's that's how you win Christmas. Yeah. Um, you should go to bmoviesandebooks.com and check out their other podcasts there. I'm sure some of them are going to be talking about Rogue One. Everybody <laughs> is. Uh, you should go on Twitter. Follow us at 2 versus 3 You should follow me at Kyle R. Hodge. You should follow Cody at Lame Books. So lame. And, and Greg at Greg underscore Moser 420. And follow B-Movies and E-Books, uh, B&E Pod, and all the other podcasts that are there. Uh, that's it. Follow us, or, you know, check us out on iTunes, Stitcher. Tell your friends. You know, go see Star Wars. Go see Star Wars. That's the other big one. Ma- tell us what you think. Messages, private messages, and tell us what you think. Or public messages. Shame us. You know, do it. Do it right. Uh, <laughs> 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 and uh, I'm Kyle. It's Cody. Have a good night. I'm Greg. <laughs>